The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Players Lounge, here we are. Playoff week, wild card, super wild card coming your way this Sunday at AT&T Stadium as the Dallas Cowboys take on the Green Bay Packers. Players Lounge is Danny McRae. Heck, Harrison, Barry Church, I am Newey Scruggs. Lots to get to today here as the Cowboys are a seven-point favorite oh, going crazy. into this contest. Seven? Yes, Mr. Church, is that too much? A little much. That's a little much. I Even at AT&T Stadium, that's a little much. I don't know what y'all think about that, but seven? Look, I think we were right on board when you uh, – nine, nine, they finished nine and eight. Um, statistical yeah. categories, I think the quarterback – Kind of, he raised some eyebrows with his numbers. Um, Six weeks, he's been balling. No, he has been. been and, hey, what's your what is your word? Sample size. Sample size. <laughs> it's like a sample size. size of the career. Yeah, he's been balling. I mean, he's had a, an incredible last six games. But you know, look, I, right now I'm not even because you know that 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 could change between now oh, yeah. and, and Saturday. Seven. I, I, I think uh, we in the playoffs. Now. I think we win. I think we. I think we win by more than seven. Oh, to be honest, um, my, the only fear that uh, you know is every week is is the running game. For me, is is always yeah. the running game. Yeah, I really. I think I, I, it's the ground game that's really that's gonna hurt um, this defense. Do we have the same guy that same running back that they had last? Did, just, they, tra- they, did they, they, they change they, anybody? They still got Jones and uh, AJ yeah. Dillon. They do, but if we look at if we look at the, the season this year, like yes. we just look at the season. Absolutely. What games outside of Buffalo and what Arizona really really did the Cowboys get ran on to where it was like man hey, it, that's that's the reason they lost outside of those two games no no it, it's it's more of it's more of our offense to me now is is a is it's almost fifty fifty right and if you're not able to get out the field on defense or get those turnovers mm-hmm. in those situations where teams are running the football on you we talked about Philadelphia yeah. where a lot of their turnovers those were in in in, in positions where Jalen Hurts was getting 20 yard runs or Swift whoever it is and that's the same thing that happens in in most other weeks <laughs> and we don't come here and say oh man we did well stopping the run we yeah. like oh, you know what we were opportunistic and we got some big time turnovers yeah. the, the, yeah. the time you face a team and they don't give you those turnovers and they're able to run the football which I don't know what Detroit was doing when they stopped running the football on us but once or you get Philly. a team that doesn't do that yeah. then that's when you have an issue so that that's what makes me a little nervous and my headphones are going crazy yeah, I, I don't. That's that, that's the thing for me. I'm, I'm in the same vein with what Danny said. It's just been times over the season where you've seen them not be able to get off the field, and there's those third and longs, and they give up a, a long run to get a first down. So that's the only thing that concerns me. And I and I think I'm putting the importance for everybody where it needs to be on the running game. I know Aaron Jones doesn't have the numbers. He doesn't look mm-hmm. anything like the running back that we faced before, but. Dan Quinn's defense, for all of its failings and warts, the running game has been a part of that. And, look, if you can mitigate this running game and not even make that an option, you make a young quarterback like Love look look average. And Aaron Jones was out. He was out a few weeks um, this season, so mm-hmm. hadn't really been healthy. But we yeah. know what happens when the playoffs come around. <laughs> it gets a little different. Yeah. AJ and uh, Dylan, he's a bruiser. No, mm-hmm. I, like I don't want to overplay it, but yeah, end of the season, the Packers—they've looked like a different team. True. Our Achilles' heel for the last few years in the playoffs have been the running, running game, game. Okay. and 
thankfully we get tested with a, a you know they decent enough for us to say okay we need to carry this into into the next game and further into the playoffs so we can really have that type of confidence but yeah it's gonna be a test so if it was up to y'all real quick so if it was up to y'all y'all would y'all would have it if you get you know one way or the other stopping the run is, is the up and forth like that's that's it like we got to stop the run you know they can have explosives in the passing game but i'd rather contain the run than contain the explosives uh, I, I would rather us be able to contain the run and put put the entirety of the game mm-hmm. in in the Green Bay Packers passing game. I don't think Jordan Love has played that outstanding <laughs> to where our pass rush doesn't yeah. uh, doesn't get to him. And then also, hey, Gilly said he's gonna be okay, you know, whatever. And yeah. Deron Bland, yeah. I, you go to the honey hole too many times before you know what you got to pick six. Yeah, like I would rather play that game versus the six to seven yards of carry game. Okay. Make them one dimensional. That's that's it. Make them one dimensional, and we see what ails us. And it's, it's been, uh, it's been the running game. But we know what they got over there: Romeo Dobbs, Christian. Well, they got some stuff. They got some stuff. And so I'm not, hey, I'm not saying that the, the the running game is the end all to be all because there's a whole other dimension of their offense. I'm sure we're gonna hold get on, into. hold on. But Church, that that means you're worried about the secondary. Of, of the Cowboys? Yeah, you more worry about our secondary. Oh, yeah. More, no, than, yeah. more, than, more than the running game. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like this. I like this. I like this. Is it because Gilly is injured? Or is it even with a healthy Gilly? No, no. With a healthy Gilly, you know, I'm not, it's not, to me, it's not Gilmore that's necessarily I'm worried about because I feel mm-hmm. like he's a, you know, technician. He'll get the job done. My thing is, what's been kind of an Achilles heel for this defense, um, if you say outside of the run, has been at a quarterback that can buy time, you know, to get, you know, kind of step away from the rush, can kind of get outside the pocket yeah. while also looking downfield to make these throws. I mean, we look at it. I'm not going to put Josh Allen in there because he only threw the ball, what, 15 times mm-hmm. in that yeah. game. But you got Hurts that first go around. You had uh, Josh Dobbs. Shoot, Geno Smith. And that's who kind of this guy reminds me a little bit is of, of a Geno Smith where really? he's not going to – He's not going to just, you know, bend the corner and outrun you like a Dobbs, but he has enough athleticism to extend the play. And we saw what those receivers were able to do when they got a little bit of time back there. The rush wasn't getting after Geno Smith. He was able to pick apart this defense because he was using his athleticism to buy time for those guys to extend the plays and get deep. And that's what kind of worries me with this this love matchup. Like, if he's able to buy some time, they got the weapons on the outside. That can it can expose a secondary. You know, nothing against, you know, uh Gilmore or Bland or nothing like that. But we all know it's hard to cover in this league, you yes, know, for for a little for extra time. So if you got a quarterback to a bad time, it, it it presents a problem. That's well, all I'm saying. I guess on the flip side of that, and, and you you put your worry in the right place, but I think this defense, as as far as our front, as far as pursuing the quarterback, I put a lot of trust in them now at That's this true. point in the season, being able to hunt the quarterback down. Jordan Love's comparison to Dak Prescott and the how he uses his legs to to get out of the pocket to find you know scrambling scramble drill mm-hmm. things like that. I've seen them do a lot of that over this last six games of him just creating and adding to plays. But he 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 doesn't give me like that Dobbs like man he gonna see the play he gonna burn us somewhere. They yeah. give me that Jalen Hurts feeling like. Not the tush push, but (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean. He he doesn't give me that same word that I'm worried when we get down past 50 yards. Jalen Hurts gonna take it to the house on us because we all we all in in, uh, cover one, Mm -hmm. you know. So I I just want to be be clear that I feel like when we stop the run. We can then play our game, yep. and then we can come pin our ears back and come out the court. What is it, Danny? <laughs> no, I know, no, because I, 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 I want to get Newey's take on it because I, I like like you. 
I listen. If we're gonna lose the game, I want to lose it because, hey man, our pass rush didn't get there. Yeah. Micah and D. Ware, I mean D. Law and all mm-hmm. those guys versus, you know, Demon uh, Clark and and Bell and them couldn't fit the gaps and all that stuff. Like yes. if we come in here on Monday and we say man, pass rush didn't show up. Jordan Love called uh, through fifty times and we couldn't figure out a way to stop him. I'm sitting there. I'm saying, you know what? That surprised me. Because that that to me that is the strength of our defense, being able to arrest the passer. That's when they were talking about historically great. Yeah. When we came into the season, yeah. it was sacks here and sacks there, and they only got a half a second to throw it, all that. If we somehow get away from that in the playoffs, then that is to me that's an anomaly. And 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 I don't expect that to happen. But the ring game, that's somewhere I, every every game, no matter who yeah. it is, I'm sitting there saying, Hey, we gotta get something figured out because that team mm-hmm. is gonna do what the last team did and they're gonna try to run the football. I asked Dan Quinn about the running game and the fact that they played them two years ago up there in Lambeau. And that was another game where you talk about Josh Allen not throwing a whole lot. Aaron Rodgers might have had 14 passes yeah. before they went in overtime. I mean, they, they ran that ball. And he spoke about what makes the offense good for Green Bay is their ability to play action pass, you know, use the run, set up you know, and throw the ball that they're – that there's something to be worried about here. So I think you're correct that Matt LaFleur would be wise to look at the Arizona tape to say, how do we run the ball? And then how do I tell my quarterback, if you see something, go get yourself six, seven, eight right mm-hmm. here and keep the chains moving. So this is going to be a game where Cowboys defense is going to have to be good. Yeah. And I'll say this for Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator, the Cowboys defense has been good in the playoffs. It's been the offense that has yeah, not been able to score true. the points in the, in the losses. Uh, we, we saw what they did last year at Tampa Bay to Tom Brady. Uh, they couldn't run it, and they got after him. And so the Cowboys offense was able to get points early, and, and, and the game got away from Tampa Bay. But Green Bay, rookie quarterback, if you're Matt LaFleur, help your quarterback by running the football mm-hmm. and try to lessen the moment as much as you can and tell him, hey, man, if it's third and seven and you see you see something, go go get it. Don't be afraid to go get it. So this is going to be this, – this is – It's a good match. What do you think yeah. about the seven, the spread? You think that's – that's kind of on point. It's going to be closer. On, I, I think it's on point considering how well Dallas has played at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, this team is dominated at home. So I don't have an issue with the seven. It's, it's how, how do you get there? You know, is this yeah. is this a game where you come out and the offense goes and you make them play catch up, or you sit around here like like we saw last week, you playing around in in the first quarter, yeah. and, trying to give everybody you know. some, huh? Trying to just give it, get, let me get Tober, let me get Gallo, let me get all the guys some, and then then you finally switch back into it and give CD and Cooks and Ferguson, you know, what they deserve. Hey man, give it to them. And this is gonna be the game right here. Set, what I said, seventy five and thirty mm-hmm. for Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. This, this is it, right? This is gonna be it right here, Nui. But that's the last. That's the be. last thing you know. This defense or this team wants to do is make this a, a game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, because you look at it, that's basically what the Packers have been able to do these last what, six, seven weeks. Yes, they're, they're riding on confidence. And to me, if you're able to extinguish that confidence early yeah. in the game, you got to, like you said, a young quarterback his first time in the playoffs. I think you'll be able to kind of collapse their 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 confidence as a team. But if this thing gets in the fourth quarter and it's a tight one. You know, Jordan Love's like, hey, I'm here. I've arrived. And, oh, by the way, Church Church has been saying this for a while. If if they need three, can't stop them. They need seven, can't stop them. Oh, we definitely don't want that situation. We haven't been able to do that at the end of a game, you know, in December. And that that just doesn't bode well for a tight game. So, hopefully, that seven-point spread is (laughs) – Hopefully, it's eight. What you need, though, what you need is for your offense then to come out and ball. And it's the last six games, this same Packers squad that we're talking about, they lost to the Giants. 
It, they true. lost to Tampa Bay, too. That's right? They, they had a real close game with the Carolina Panthers. So, I mean, when you do your evaluation on them, I'm not trying to minimize who they are. They mm-hmm. made it to the playoffs like, you know, they captured the seventh seed. They are a dangerous team, and we got to beware of them. But at the same time, we just got to play our game. There's no pressure. Look, there's really no pressure on us. We're at home. Come out and play your game. Don't You got to play tense like you did last week. You had to know that that team was like, we got it. Not only are you clock watching, mm-hmm. we got to get the second seed. But once they fell into that game, dog, everything opened up. And they have to play like this. And I think that's what gives them the advantage think, at home. You think there's more pressure on Green Bay in this game than there is Dallas? House money. Yeah, Green Bay's playing with house money. <laughs> house money. There's pressure on Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay's house playing with house and, yeah. and I, and I think, And I think people say that. But, I, I mean, Nui just called Jordan Love a rookie quarterback. He's not a rookie. Yeah, he's been in the league for a while, but the truth is, he's never been in a situation like this. Let's let's give let's give Dak credit for the amount of playoff wins that he has, the amount of times he's been in the playoffs, and also the fact that as far as leadership is concerned, Mike has been here. Yeah. So I mean, to me, if you come out and you tense and you play tight, then I, I, that would tick me off more than anything. If they didn't come out and play, they're at home. This is what you played to get the second seed four was to be able to come home and put your foot on them. The Green Bay Packers were not expected to make the playoffs. When you thought I picked Detroit to win the division, um, I think most people had Minnesota mm-hmm. being the second best team in that division. Um, and then you know Green Bay and Chicago fighting it out from there. You moved on from Aaron Rodgers. We didn't know what to expect from Jordan Love. The bar was was – Average at best mm-hmm. in expectations. Devontae out. This guy finished second <laughs> in the finished second in the league in touchdown passes. If they yeah. lose this game, you know, everybody's gonna say, hey, good job. Good yeah. job. Cowboys lose this game, everybody's gonna say mm. same old one like this, you know, like I mean it's it's bad. So the pressure, the pressure's on the Cowboys because they're expected to win. And said, if you look at who loses. Who's going to get all the blame? Cowboys going to get yeah. all the blame. Packers lose, be no blame. Just say, hey, nice job. The sky's going to fall. So, well, there ain't no if. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going down. So, it's we, been, might get, we might be out of here. We might be the reason. It's been pressure. Change the name. <laughs> it's been pressure every week. It's been pressure every week on this team. It's been, you can't win on the road. Mm-hmm. You, can't, we, you can't beat a team with a, with a playoff team. It's, you, it's been a, a narrative each and every week. They finished 12 and 5. They got the NFC East. And that's not the end all to be all. But you play to get yourself to home field. You got that now. Man, come out and slap these folks. I mean, it's not what's, – where's the pressure in that? We understand if you lose, the sky's falling and all of that. But you're good enough to get here and be the second seed, play like it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Right. I hear you. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it doesn't make for a good show if you're confident. You know, let's yeah. worry. First quarter – first quarter last week. <laughs> we're not, we're not worried. But, but yeah, let's we, worry. We talked, we talked this last week against yeah. the commanders. Right. And they came out and – Down 10 People can say whatever they want to. You – I was sitting there like, oh, here we go. Here, we go. here it is. We're going to make it We gonna make it closer than it needs to be. And that's how the game started off, on the road, where mm-hmm. you say you can't win on the road. And, oh, by the way, we did go on the road two times in a row. We lost those games. Yeah. So the, the pressure in those situations, it was on. It was like, hey, it man, was. you're right. Teams say they, they, everybody believes that we cannot go on the road against a good team and win. We didn't do it. No. So now the pressure is not just this year. It's coming from last year. 
in the year before where you went 12 and 5 both those years <laughs> and you still didn't find a way to get it done in the playoffs. That's why this is why Dak Prescott does not because he feels pressure, but this is why he doesn't put on the NFC East Championship thing because he knows that the goal is to get further than you had gotten in the previous two years because they saying you can't get over the hump. Yeah. So it's not pressure, but it's like, hey man, they know what the expectation is. He knows. Mm-hmm. And 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 For I sure. think I think Dak is one of those people who operates very well most of the times under pressure. So I I think he's embracing it. Mm-hmm. When that field goal got blocked. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Shannon Sharp gif where he's like <laughs> that's right. That that's what I'm sitting there looking at. Like, uh, really? This yeah. this is what you biggest game of the year? And and we know how well Brandon Aubrey's been kicking and you're just like I was more upset that that's how, the, that's how, that's how it got messed up for him. And, and luckily, you know, <laughs> uh, on the radio broadcast, baby, it's going to be a touchdown, and luckily it didn't happen. But, yeah, but that's slow. your thing. Really? This game of the year? This, this is what we're doing? You know, you're just running through the air, you know? But I was, more, I was more upset about Greg Olson going on a rant about now Brandon Harvey's going to be in uh, his head about, uh, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> they always trying to sell us some kind of fear. Like, and he missed oh, the next oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he, oh, and he, and he doinked the next one. Better hurry up and get him down there to kick him another one because oh, oh my god, god there's a curse on Brandon Aubrey hey, come on it's man crazy come on man right. yeah. <laughs> nah I think Brandon Aubrey gonna be okay man but come he on is, then when he nailed the 50 <laughs> he nailed that 50 yard and you're like oh alright Mike, Mike McCarthy did say yesterday he wanted him to get he wanted Aubrey to get in there and get another kick to go into the mm-hmm. to go into this game, so so yeah yeah I mean well o- o- Olson said it, but Mike went out there yesterday and basically yeah yeah we want to make sure he get right feel he, good right feel good he feel kicking it home this time he all right he all right he he ain't missed one at home we're, we're not you know, this is not Brett Maher <laughs> no. nah this ain't this ain't, this ain't <laughs> this this is, that had a lot to do with that <laughs> Brett Maher couldn't Brett Maher in carrying on last year's last last season's bad mojo at at the end here. But this is what the Cowboys have wanted, and the expectations are you need to win these two games that you have lined up at AT&T Stadium. <laughs> win the wild card game, win the division. I was talking with uh, Todd Archer, ESP, and Todd's been here a long time. And Todd's like, you know what? If McCarthy was brought here to take this team further than Jason Gary, and if he doesn't get them past the divisional round, was he better than Jason? And Mike, it's a legit right. quest. This is this is what the expectation yeah. is. You had me fooled, bro. What you mean? This you had me fooled. You had me fooled when you listed off the teams they lost to and then and did not list off the teams they beat. Which I mean, hey, if we the go Rams, six games, if we right, say Detroit, six games, we say Kansas six games. I, know, I just I'm told just, you the last six games who they lost to. That's no, all. I know. I'm not, taking I'm, the sample hey, size. When he started reading it, I was like, man. No, I, I looked at it, too. I didn't say that. I didn't I say that. The Rams, are we talking about? Cap. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I'm saying, no, when I looked at it, I, I, I promise you I expected to see, like, oh, they lost to all the good teams. <laughs> I ain't never Yeah. I'm, I'm so thankful we playing at home 
and not the five seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want them problems. <laughs> the, this, this is a team that two years ago went up there to Lambeau Field. <laughs> Their own fan base thought they were going to lose. We assumed we all picked the Cowboys to win the game. They have 14 points, and then they melted down in the fourth quarter. This is not an outfit to take lightly. Mike McCarthy, in his last two games uh, against the Cowboys, when he was coaching Green Bay, they won games in which you thought the Cowboys yeah. were – well, I say the Cowboys were in a position to win the games – Aaron Rodgers is not there. But still, there is something about yeah. the Green yeah. Bay Packers. Spoiler. I mean, can't act like Aaron Rodgers didn't have something man. to do with it. But then all of a sudden, I mean, their running game exploded. Aaron yeah, Rodgers did. Everybody should be good. Can, I ask, be you, can I ask you something, new? Yeah. Can I ask you something? Yeah, now that it's played out. Are you are you more? Yes, it did play out. Are, are you happy that we are at home playing against the Green Bay Packers <laughs> versus? Because that's yeah. Oh, uh, this, this what it should have been. This what it should have been right here. Put this with hey. This what this what it should have been right here. Thank you for like, thank you for bringing that tasty cake in here, man. Yeah, man. That's what it should have been the whole time. A chocolate tasty cake. Man. You don't want to hear what's up. Listen, I, I'm, I'm okay. I know, I know you are happy that we ended up getting the two seed versus the five. No. Because it played out and it was good. I know you're happy. I know you're excited. I, it played out better than I thought. Thank, that's what I'm, and I'm, and I'm glad you can. That's mm. what I'm talking about. How do you accept that? How do you accept that as an answer? Break. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, you can sit there and stew and be mad. We're going to take a break right He's going to choke on that tasty. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code Cowboys VIP. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to the Players' Lounge. Sean Polite is your 2023 Cowboy Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. <laughs> Flawless. So fresh that and so clean. So very good. Believes himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, dog, got to. Got to. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Hey, guess what? Guess what, y'all? I've been, doing, I've been doing so good at these voiceovers that they called me for the stadium to voice a spot for the games. Make sure y'all say Snowbird. No Snowbird. No Snowbird. Get your copy package here at AT&T Stadium. Don't let church tell you how to say it. I got you. I know. I'm going to give you one of tequila reads. Haranitos. <laughs> Unbelievable. If you want to know where the Uber lot is. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, Chris. Chris off the top Three syllables. Chris can't help us. <laughs> Danny McCray, oh, very man. church of the players of New Scruggs. Cowboys getting ready to face the uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, more firings today in the National Football mm, League. Tennessee's yeah. fired head coach Mike Vrabel. Dang. Who had uh, two years left? Garbage. And you know, you know, I'm trying to understand how you can lose your job with those quarterbacks he had. I I mean, this this man was. Tannehill had a crazy contract. Mm -hmm. Believe he had the highest cap hit of any quarterback in the league this year. They drafted Will Levis. Okay, mm. uh, you drafted old boy from Liberty, yeah, mm. third round. Oh, Malik. He's not that guy. Yeah, Malik's not that guy. Uh, Blaine Gabbard apparently used to play a, uh, some games out there. <laughs> uh, Derrick Henry out here slowed down. I mean, he be throwing the ball to Derrick Henry. Yeah, more completions. Right, guys. Tannehill's hurt. Take it and go. Um, I, I mean, at some point in time, like how you know you want to fire a guy? How much did you help him? Mm. Um, you know, they did go down to Miami and win a game uh, with Will Levis, and, and I'm just I'm I think he's a good coach. You guys may oh, feel yeah. differently. I think he's that. a good football coach. Um, all I can say to the folks down in Tennessee is it can get worse. That's it probably cool. will before it get better. Wasn't he competing for the AFC Championship like a few years ago? Number one seed. He was a coach of the year, wasn't he? Yeah, coach of the year two years ago. So, so Life that, that, that's <laughs> that, that's wild. That's true. That, uh, you know, you're gonna go ahead and, and blow out uh, him because they were they're six and eleven this year, finished in last place. Um, there's some rumblings that apparently he disagreed with some of the direction and wanted some more input and personnel. He was trying to get out of there. And now that Tennessee (laughs) has one of these, they want to be collaborative. That's this kind of thing now. You know, San Francisco, let's be collaborative in our decision-making. Collaboration got Mm -hmm. you Trey Lance in San Francisco. Yeah, they got lucky with Purdy. That that was all luck. Right, so, I mean, this whole collaboration (laughs) thing. The man on our team. Man. It's a cowboy. Jeez, <laughs> like, man. yo, we got to get on the roster. I'll say this. 
Get him a towel, man. Get him a filter. No, it's all right. Let's have a Trey Lance conversation, okay? Let's do it. They got lucky because he was. Here's the thing about the Trey Lance conversation. I'm going to let this go. They made it. They traded up. They traded up three picks. Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. The collaboration talked the head coach out the player, and and they took Trey Lance. Yeah. I had a guy who was a scout here with the Cowboys who once told me he's like, man, worst thing you can do is draft players coaches don't like, because front office people have ideas of what they like, and coaches have what they, what, what they want. When they decided to push the head coach, who basically hired all of them because they hired Shanahan, he he brought them. Mm-hmm. They basically talked him out of the guy he wanted. So now you're coaching Trey Lance, and Shanahan has what he wants to do. It's kind of like what we watch with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. Russell Wilson doesn't do the things yeah. that Sean Payton wants. So what happens at the end there? Don't work out. Then they bring him back Jimmy G, and they're doing all that stuff. And then last year, despite having some some progress in the preseason, they made him number three. They were trying to get Trey uh, Lance you out. Said, you said Shanahan wanted who? Mac Jones. The one that down in, in New England? Yes. So what is the comparison? That, <laughs> so, that, so, so I my, wish you would have got him. Yeah. So, so the whole collaboration thing here, I don't think it works. Mm-hmm. I think what you need to do is ultimately have people who make decisions. And everybody in the room don't need to have a, well, what, what do you that? think, Barry? What do you yeah. think? Hey, we did, no, no. If I'm the decision maker, I'm the decider, George Bush mm-hmm. said. Let the man be the decider. So that whole thing where they should have let Kyle Shanahan go with his guy. No, I Matt mean, Jones. no, no, that, that makes sense. And and I think, look, time-proof consistency at front offices and, and coaches making decisions on guys they want versus scouting department. I, I think, was it Rod Marinelli a couple years mm-hmm. ago picked Christian somebody. I can't got it. This defense alignment. Um Tristan. Tristan. Oh. Tristan Hill. Tristan Hill. Oh, the enforcer. Yeah, the enforcer. Central Florida. Central Florida. And, I mean, everyone else wanted that. It was not a starter at Central Florida at the end. My point is just basically you could fall in love with a guy that the organization doesn't want, and just for any other reason, they will pick this guy. And if the guy doesn't work, it pick, it goes against the coach. And I mean, you've just seen that back and forth in front offices over the years. And it's I, young. Boom. <laughs> there's another. There's another example. Norm Chow, the offensive coordinator, who was a BYU guy, drop back, you know, get under center, drop back. That was his thing. Matt Liner, Car- uh, Carson Palmer, that was his thing. And then you had uh, Jeff Fisher. They didn't want him. The owner, Bud Adams, wanted him. And how did that go? Despite the fact he was rookie of the year, made the playoffs. I mean, Vince had an over 500 winning percentage, but it never went that way. When Jeff Fisher finally could get his way and he pushed Vince out, that's what happened. Mm. Speaking of, while we on it, while we on it, you know, a little segue. The game came on last night, national championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who got second in the Heisman voting, which is uh, Michael Penix, played last night. Yeah. And I'm watching the game, and I'm thinking, I'm saying, you know, the, the teams that are sitting at the top, right, and they have that decision to make when they're trying to figure out who's going to be their franchise guy. And you have, what, what, three or four that are sitting at the top right there mm-hmm. with, what, I think it's Drake May, Caleb Williams, yeah. Jane Daniels, yeah, yeah. and then Penix. How do you make that decision? Bo Nix. Yeah, yeah, Bo Nix is a – he go, oh, oh, he go No, Bo no, Nix. I'm not saying he's not. Saying I'm no, not Bo, so, Bo Nix? I, I was just – was J.J. Just McCarthy? I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I haven't forgotten who Bo Nix is. Okay, now I, people could get better. I, I ain't forget that. So, 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 we're NFL evaluators. So, we know what they so, do. So when I'm listing those four, because I'm listing those four because I know – like, but the point is, how do you make that decision? Because you're talking about Vince Young, right, where you say, all right, well, we all knew that Vince Young was an amazing talent. But – 
if you want the guy because you know he's going to be great, but the GM who's in that position is like, nah, I like somebody else. And then it fails, and now both of y'all fail. Now both of y'all getting fired. fired. Like I can't, like yeah. I, I can't imagine like how how that goes. And then one, how it feels because you sitting there as the head coach, like I know I was right, but there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah. <laughs> nothing yeah. I could do about it. It happens all across the league. One reason why uh, the Panthers in the situation they're in. So Matt Rule, when he was running the team, uh, decided to take J.C. Horn, the corner. Mm. The owner wanted Justin Fields. Head coach who was running personnel told him, no, no, this is what we're going to do. Owner was hot. Hmm. Owner was hot. So, last year, the collaboration that the owner talked about and said he's the deciding vote, the rest of the guys apparently wanted C.J. Stroud. Who the owner want? Bryce Young. Mm. Mm. GM fired. <laughs> head coach fired. Ways. So, I, that's why I just go to this whole thing. I don't believe in the collaboration. If I hire you to do the job, Danny, you my coach, you my GM, you know, we don't need 13 people in the room trying to sit up here and make a decision. We come up with the cl- – no. What was the, be- the beauty of Jimmy Johnson? Jimmy Johnson was making decisions. That's what we're going to go this do. This is crazy. One of these dudes is going to be a bust. Somebody's going to pick this guy as their top guy, mm-hmm. right? They're going to pick this guy as the top guy. The three years from now, we're going to say, possibly, you passed up on set, on this said person because you thought this one was going to be better. And that is that is the Caleb Williams, Drake, Drake May, Michael Penn. Like one of those, it's unfortunate because, you know, most of the time that mm-hmm. happens. One of those guys is going to be sitting there saying, you know, man, hey, you got us fired. Trubisky. Yeah. <laughs> they passed up on Mahomes. They passed up on Watson. It's a it's a quarterback driven league, and you make a and you, unfortunately most of those teams at the top are driven by the decision to have a quarterback to take them. I mean, think about the Bengals and, and what happened to them. They bring on Joe Burrow, and it's like it expands, yeah. bring their whole program forward uh, ten years because they get a good quarterback. Those teams believe that's the difference in winning and losing. If we can get a guy at the helm that we can get behind and build around, it's a need versus want. Cowboys for for years, New England has been in a want position to sit back and just get if you're around the 30 what are we looking for cornerbacks linebackers whatever i just get to pick of the liver litter who, who's ever on my draft board but you can't miss joe is a unicorn though in a way yeah. to me i mean here's a guy that comes they win the national championship arguably the most dominant team to ever win the thing then you've got a guy who is high so i mean this was like a no-brainer and by the way he was from 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 uh, ohio. central ohio <clears throat> But when you start talking about like that last year's draft, where here's Bryce Young, some people are like, ain't too short. Then you had C.J. Stroud. Um, that thing could get complicated. Wow. And and this year, I don't think it's really a complication at all. It, to me, it's Caleb Williams. It, it really is. And in certain years, it's kind of like, well, maybe, you know, the year Eli came out. You had Eli. You had Phillip Rivers. You you had Ben Roethlisberger. There was kind of that situation. Mm-hmm. Where, where do you go? I remember when Cam came out. Remember that Sports Illustrated cover? I know you guys don't read it. But, heck, remember the Sports <laughs> Illustrated cover? It was Cam Newton, Blaine Gabbard, and Jake Locker. Yeah. Like, which one? What do you mean? <laughs> right. Like, what are you talking about? Right. Even, How? Even though we saw Cam was a unicorn, but it was kind of like, you know, before, mm-hmm. before you know, now <laughs> we see Lamar's all established. But people are like, well, we don't know about them dudes like him. Um, and, and Jerry Richardson, like, can't have no tattoos. And so. I see a Lamar. <laughs> Type of guy in the draft right now. Just saying. Who? who? Jaden Daniels. How many? How many? No, no, no. How many yards rushing he had this season? He he, he liked that. I'm just saying. You know, I see. I see that type of guy in the draft right now. So you say that. 
And no sooner than that lady on Fox Sports Radio was talking about she, Lamar Jackson, you want your quarterback to be quarterbacking. You're going, you're going, believe me, you're going to start to hear that. Church and I remember the Ohio State playoff game and Justin Fields went off. I told you he yeah. was going to drop. Yeah, I told did, you he, he was going to drop. I, said, I was like, bro, I know this league has done it too many times. Lamar Jackson yeah. saw it. Deshaun Watson, we saw it. Yeah. So I'm not saying he's going to be the guy. But a black guy going to drop. <laughs> if anybody going to drop, it's going to be that. Somebody got to, hey, bro, I don't, that might be you. Might be. I mean, we saw Lamar sitting in that room forever and ever. And mm-hmm. I mean, and then, you know, God bless Najee News. Make a sci-fi. Roll Tide. But he didn't even make him his first overall, the first he draft. Did. He took the tight end. Yeah. Hayden Hurst. Hurst yeah. Then he went back and he's like, it's all hey, he hey, oh, Ozzy, what a great. Bro, you had the opportunity to take him here, but even you weren't you weren't convinced. Mm. Every year it happens, man. Every year. But then, oh, I mean, time proof consistency on that. For every Lamar Jackson, you have. A uh, 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 Trevor Lawrence that doesn't work out. You have, uh, I mean, no, <laughs> gave up on no, Amari. No, no, I, I'm, I'm basically. How many times have we seen a Ryan? For those a guys, how many times do you have to <laughs> learn? <laughs> but you learn. You learn your lesson. This league doesn't learn. Okay. So yeah. Michael Penix, I'm listening to the radio today, getting killed. I missed a bunch of guys. How much did this draft stock drop? I mean, all that. Yeah. Like, did you guys just see him for the first, just the two games of the guy? Like, Michael Penix is a good football player. Yeah. I mean, the guy got the dude in Indiana, long, long, long-term extension, got, just got fired because he left. But, I mean, this dude was out here getting people paid. But I'm telling you right now, you be it Daniels, be it Penix, one of them dropping. It's, we it's know. Gotta, Dan, Daniels is the dual home, is, man. Daniels is the dual threat guy. So yeah, happy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, like, it's Penix right watch, now after that game. It's Penix. Watch, yeah, Bo yeah, Nick, watch Bo Nix go ahead of one of them. Hey, if you, if, listen, Trubisky? If, if you take Bo Nix with the expectation that you if that's going to be your franchise guy, then you deserve whatever comes your way. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the first – the dude been in college 13 years. I was just <laughs> – he, I was in the SEC. I seen the good. He been playing Daddy for played a long against time. Him. Yeah, he been playing for a long time. Penix is gonna be twenty seven when he's. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, but he ain't never been looked like Bo Nix. Okay. I, I watched Bo Nix. He was no, there and, and I think if anything, the knock on Penix is that he's been hurt. He's been injured so much. I mean, the kid has overcome a whole lot to be the quarterback. Shoulders, and knees, shoulders, all of that. If yeah. that's the, if that's the knock that's gonna be on him, injury history is the only thing. You just know what happened. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on with that, man. Keep hope alive, brother. Time, time Where's Jesse Jackson here. when you need him, man? Rainbow push can't help you here, baby. <laughs> Second round, huh? You gonna, you gonna, nah, the rumors started here. <laughs> I mean, you'll drop them. Nah, I know. You go hear it on ESPN, man. Go, go look it. Go look it up. <laughs> All so them church, church was sold. I'm telling you, man. Church nah, was like, I'm feel, feels like I'm like, dude. They go, he dropped him, man. He dropped him. <laughs> Showing up on draft day. What the homeboy came up? Well, he don't study. Uh, teams were teams. They tried to his trial was that last year. They the Wonderlick killing them, boy. Yeah. Right, I'm telling you. But man. remember how Fields got rolled up? Yeah. And then Arlovsky's like, well, I didn't say it. I just heard some people say it. And he got rolled. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, every year happened, man. Ain't nobody got it like Kyler, though. Man. <laughs> They hit him with the video game cloth. Boy, all, all it do. When you do that to yourself, though. <laughs> they do that to yourself. They say, hey, man, you can't have a PlayStation in your house. <laughs> we can't. 
Because you got to study for this amount of hours <laughs> per the, day. It's been the, three hours. The gyms where they had like the, the, the iPad opening, they had that fake dummy. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the dummy sitting there while he played video games. Got just press play on that. That's so bad. If I had that clause, I'd be in trouble. Yeah, we all know, Chris. I'm glad I'm glad our quarterback is Dak Prescott. All right, We ain't never had to worry about nothing like that. Exactly. It's something to get a hold of of a guy who has a, a character he like he was still like, balling too on Call of Duty he was still coming <laughs> in on Sunday like all this week Kyler Murray came in he been playing uh, Call of Duty for the first 13 weeks of the season came in and said watch this they need and, spoil, <laughs> and spoiled all type of people's seasons <laughs> thank <laughs> you Kyler they, they got right back on <laughs> they got right back on <laughs> about that trying to find Nick Sirianni because homeboy got off that Call of Duty got off. Like, hold on guys I'll be back I'll be back <laughs> at halftime he like Come back, revive me. I'm back now. Shout out to Kyler Murray, man. Kyler Murray. All right. Let's see last, last break right here. Play on Body by Tostitos. <laughs> to kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss, at hugoboss.com, and at boss retail stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at Get Jack Black com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap at the prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
Enjoy premier dining, shopping, and experiences from 20-plus restaurant shops and more at the Star District. Check out Women's Boutique, Flea Style of Frisco, and the official boot partner of the Dallas Cowboys, Lou Casey. Enjoy New Year's celebrations at Snowbird Cocktail Lounge, Concrete Cowboy, and City Works Eatery. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information. Give me mine! Flawless. That's good. Flawless. Get that tasty cake on three. <laughs> Snowbird, baby. That's, I love like it. That I like it. A little bit more than you let me know. Yeah, get that tasty cake in you. <laughs> well, you taking a piece at a time and you trying to save it. Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, the that's, last one. that's a chocolate tasty yeah, cake? I ain't never seen, one. never seen one before. All right. Bring Heckman one. Nah, don't bring me <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you keep all that. Bring Heckman one. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm bringing the little Debbie's out. Don't worry about nah, it. Still yeah, bring the little Debbie's the zebra had. cakes out. The zebra. <laughs> all right. Yeah, okay. Good plan. That look, that look like something else, man. Yeah, man. Tasty cake. Yeah. Mm-mm. All good. I bet you I won't. <laughs> the snack. So we'll we'll see exactly uh, who, who else. Anybody else getting fired here soon? So we'll see. Um, Dan Quinn. Um, a lot of folks want to interview him. One of the teams mm. of commanders. So Dan Quinn. Don't do it. Defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. I've been saying for three years he's going to leave. So. Yeah, you have. You took Will McClay with him nah, one that's, time. That's it, though. <laughs> you had a whole GM they, they job call ready. Him too, they huh? call him of course they, they want to break up. Jerry confirmed that, too. I mean, why wouldn't you? This three it, straight 12 and 5 seasons. You look at the draft in here. I mean, you know, and obviously Will McClay has had some personal reasons why mm-hmm. he's wanted to stick around here. But, uh, you know, at some point in time, you know, Will may want to have that title and be able to run his own room because here, as long as the Joneses are running this thing, they're going to keep the general manager title. Jerry is the general manager. But I can say this because I've talked to many employees who've gotten job offers from other teams and that they have had conversations and Jerry has said, don't let money be the reason you leave. Meaning, Jerry matched whatever money people could have made. Um, one of one of our favorite staffers here told me once, "Hey, had a job opportunity to go east and a job title. Jerry matched the money, and he stayed. Yeah. So we'll see. And he's paid Dan Quinn. Jerry's Jerry has said he's paid Dan Quinn very well. Which when I talk to people, I say he's he's basically making some head coach money around here." Mm. As he, as, as as he should. should. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And nobody disputes that, right? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, I just no want to make sure we're all on the same page on that. There's no salary cap for coaches. Yeah. So, But if you're Dan Quinn at some point in time, I think, especially as you watch some of the coaching jobs in this league, man, you feel like, hey, man, I have coached a team to a Super Bowl. Hey, and the Chargers haven't asked for him, but, you know. <laughs> Ain't they in cap? Yeah. They got some cap. Trouble coming on coming yeah, on this season. They got trimmings. Yeah, they got some trimmings. Yeah, they so when, you, trimming. when you looking at when you looking at being a head coach, which is why I think he's still here. Uh, some some of the reason why he's still here is, hey man, what opportunity is out there? Mm-hmm. And though, even though it looks like that's a great opportunity, how many years does the quarterback have left on his deal? What receivers? How what the cap number is going to look like? And you start to look at that and you say, mm-hmm. so you want to look under the hood. Yeah. You want to see what's <laughs> going on. You want to test drive. Yeah. Yeah. Go out there and get fired after yeah. two years. Like he, already, he already he went to Atlanta. This already happened. So his but second the Chargers, chance, he wants that to be successful. The Chargers job would be the most attractive because yeah. of the quarterback. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Y'all still on this Justin Herbert stuff, huh? I'm not. I am not 
downing Justin Herbert. I'm not going to I'm not going to knock on down him, but that's not going to be a reason why I'm like, yeah, that's the one I want to go to. We see the dude. We just we just we just did a whole thing on quarterbacks. We just talked about Penix and Daniels from LSU. I disagree with you. I think that's I think that is a if you look at the jobs that are open. I think that's the most attractive job because you have a quarterback. No, it's the most attractive one. I'm saying that's not one where I'm leaving a Dallas or somewhere where Jerry's telling me, hey, <laughs> don't let yeah, money yeah. be the reason. And I'm going to go out there with Justin Herbert knowing what's coming behind that with the salary cap issues or whatever else they may have going on. I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, if I'm jumping at the opportunity. I, I would disagree with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I would just... disagree with you. I, I would believe that when we start to look at these jobs around the league, take Carolina, for instance. You've got Bryce Young, but what's your confidence level right now? And then the offensive line and everything else around. Now, your issue with the Chargers is Keenan Allen's making a high number. So is Mike Williams. One of those those two guys is going to (laughs) go. But that was also why they drafted Quick Johnson, knowing we're about Mm -hmm. to lose somebody. Uh, Joey Bosa is making a large number. Khalil Mack. Khalil's, Khalil's making a large number. This may be the time where you go to Bosa and it's, hey, Cap guy come knocking. Trim this a little bit here because you haven't played. But if I'm a coach, look at Mike Vrabel. What you have when you don't got a quarterback. If I'm Mike Vrabel, I'll go out there and say, okay, can I find a couple dudes defensively and can we pat something together? I'll do that if I got a quarterback. But, man, look at Belichick, man. Man, the man, the man, the man left the stadium with his face covered up, and that pulled down. <laughs> oh, man, it won six Super Bowls. Fans out there are mad at him. Owner won't even come up there and support. You done gave him six Super Bowls, man, and this man left left the field face Cold covered world, up because he had Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones mm. just straight killing him. Isn't he the general manager? He runs. He, he, he runs everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just, somebody else. Ball. I mean, <laughs> somebody look who he got. He got the guys he picked. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Yeah, big this, this food is nasty. Who, who cooked it? <laughs> you, you did. I did. Mm-hmm. You did. Hold on. So, so, so what I'm saying is if, if Bill has an opportunity to go to a place like with the Chargers where you've got a quarterback, that's appealing. Then you I'm don't about, give him the general about, manager. Dan Quinn? If I'm Dan Quinn, okay, Raider job. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I think Dan Quinn, with, with Justin Herbert, I believe Dan Quinn would take that. Okay, yeah. I think, I think my point is not that, like, you got guys who are searching for a head coaching uh, spot. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you have a guy like Dan Quinn who has come out and said, hey, man, I, I know like, the group of guys I have here and I want blah, 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 all this other stuff. I'm saying I see him leaving for a perfect, almost perfect situation. Gotta be perfect. Almost man. perfect situation. Just based off the fact that he went to Atlanta and didn't work out. Second shot. And this is just my personal really opinion. on. on uh, this is just my personal opinion on uh, on Justin Herbert. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's I hear, I hear a lot fair. of arm strength. He got all the talent, all this other stuff, but it, he had multiple guys that came in there yeah, and tried to, tried to make some that's stuff fair. work. Yo guy went in there tried to make it work. That's and we stay, see the same stuff from Justin Herbert. He could throw the ball really well. That's fair. I mean, He's just missing the clutch factor. That, that's, <laughs> that's a hell of a factor. That, yeah, that's the biggest factor to missing. He's he missing it right now. But, yeah, yeah, Dan, we're going out there and you know, find you another office coordinator. Ain't, ain't no comment with the Raiders about that. No, nah, I don't, I don't want no parts of that. I'm not, I'm, you act like he got to leave. I'm saying that if you're forcing him out the door, then yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm mm. probably gonna pick LA. Now, I mean, it's one of 32 jobs, and I understand <laughs> what you're saying. It's appealing, and as a guy that's already coached a squad to the Super Bowl, but I'm with you. 
it's perfect when I walk in the door. It's got to be right. It's got to be right. When I see Commanders and I see and I see don't do that. Uh, see Carolina, you're like eh, well, okay, okay. Uh, Carolina's got a lot of issues. There's a lot of issues out there. Now, not to mention the oh, over. Oh, man. We... <laughs> Yo, Leo, what time? Goodness gracious. Uh, right, you didn't bad. Man, what I got? Man's Lodge. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here at DallasCowboys.com Radio. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!